0: Welcome back to another episode of Important Miscellaneous Talks. I am your host, for Crossfield, and we are changing the world one podcast at a time. Our wonderful guest, please introduce yourself.
1: Hey, my name is Lloyd. People know me as the podcast coach, podcast nerd, giving out free podcast tips so that people can start their first podcast.
0: Where does your love of podcasting stem from?
1: You know, in 2015, I had a job. I hate it. I literally would just sit there and like my wife sent me a podcast to listen to one day. She was like, yo, check this out. I clicked it and that was like my first time ever listening to a podcast and so since then I would just literally sit at my job I would listen to podcasts all day from like 9 a.m when I clock in until like 5 p.m when I leave and that's sort of when like my love started like I could easily see the value I was like oh dang like people could listen to this kind of more passively like if you're driving if you're at your job like this is this is dope this is it's entertaining it's very different than Netflix or Hulu or or whatever else so I instantly saw the value and kind of why it was important i started my first podcast on my own though in 2019 and since then it's just been a matter of like oh crap like this could actually be something people pay for this people see value in it people find the entertainment in it so since 2019 i'd say i've been taking it kind of seriously
0: what, what's the podcasting platform that you use
1: You know, I use a platform called Buzzsprout right now to distribute all of my podcasts. Um, And for those that may not be familiar with what Buzzsprout is, it's a hosting service. Basically, if you upload your podcast to Buzzsprout, it'll send it out to all podcast networks from Apple to Amazon to Google to Spotify. And basically, it helps you see all your analytics in one platform. And so that's who I've been using over the past two years. But uh, my podcast is all over from Pandora to YouTube to everywhere.
2: So how did you come up with the, um, like, you know, how every podcast, like one podcast is geared towards relationships or another may be geared towards like everyone, everyone has a, like a subject to what their podcast is mainly about. Like, how did you come up with the idea of, of yours on what are you going to talk about, you know, you know, to reach the people or reach the masses?
1: Yeah. You know, like, my whole thing is very geared on like just start like don't put too many roadblocks don't like overthink it don't like think you got to have like a whole blueprint i see a lot of people do that and i get what they're trying to do like that like if you go to like a a podcast course of some some sort that's the first thing they're going to tell you you need to know like why you're starting a podcast and you need to know what your podcast is about my whole thing is like complete opposite of that where it's just like just start you don't even have to know what it is you're talking about just like start talking and it may be kind of scattered and that's kind of what i did so if you look at like i just started a new podcast in december and if you look at like my two episodes the first one is just like it's like random stuff like the first one is like why i became a freelancer the second one is like why i dyed my hair blonde and it's like You'll get into your rhythm you'll start talking about things and you might find out like yo when i when i uh when i was talking about music i really liked that like i enjoyed that and so now you know like yo i need to talk about that more and eventually you'll end up finding your lane just by trial and error but what i see a lot of people do is just like i'm gonna stop and then when i think about what it is i want to talk about then i'll start and that that doesn't really work so i just kind of dove in and then it became clear what i enjoyed talking about and also what helps the most people
0: I try to tell people it's just a matter of starting, man. Just yeah. build the plane as you fly, as the great Kevin Samuels once said. Just just start it and then figure it out later. Like a lot of people look up to me like, oh wow, you started a podcast. I'm like, literally anyone can do it.
1: <laughs> yeah, and I feel like it's so hard to explain that to people like when you've done it, because it's like you wanna like give it to you wanna tell them like just go. Uh but You know it's it's i think there's a lot of like confidence and fear that that limits people but you want to empower people
0: for sure what are some of the the biggest podcast mistakes that people make
1: yeah i think the first mistake is not starting kind of to like you were just saying where it's like people don't start they procrastinate on my um tiktok i i'll give away stuff like i'll be like yo i'm giving away so like last week i gave away this microphone and i'll just see like hundreds of people to say like I want the microphone so I can start my podcast, and it's like I want to just say you could start it with headphones. You could start it just in your computer. Really, if if, if you wanted to, um, and so I think people make a lot of excuses as to like why they can't start right now. That's like the the number one, and then I think number two is like people that get into it because they want to like make money fast, and you certainly can make money fast. Like my my first podcast that I launched was in 2019 technically speaking i could have got sponsors before i even started like zero subscribers like out the gate um and i didn't know that was possible at the time but when i launched my second season i ended up getting sponsors and they told me yeah we would have sponsored your last season you just didn't come to us early enough so it's like the second thing is like people that just go into it because like they want to make money and while that is possible it's just it's harder and it's not a great experience and more times than not you'll you'll end up getting money before you really find like what your podcast is about like what are your values what are the things you're not willing to compromise on because you got like you got the bag and now you got to like appease these sponsors and you kind of got a boss really um and then lastly the third thing is just like not being authentic thinking that like yo i'm starting a podcast so i got to put on this facade or i got to look like this or i got to look like i got it all together um you know i think those podcasts never really do well
2: um you spoke about uh sponsorships i think that's one of the hardest things because you said like you can get it without you know without anything really like how is that possible i guess like where does one go or where does one look do you seek them do they seek you like how is that process
1: yeah i think it's a little bit of both but like if nobody's seeking you you need to be the person seeking other people and reaching out like like a simple way to do it honestly is like if you connect with one person every single day let's just say two people if you connect with two people every single day that could be potential sponsors like for me what i was doing is i was on linkedin and so basically every single day i just find two people that i think could be sponsors and i just connect with them that means if i do that for a month that's 60 people like the just like from a sheer volume standpoint like By the time I get to a hundred people, one person should at least be interested in like taking a call and kind of like just letting me like pitch them at least. And so it just becomes a numbers game. The second thing is I think just kind of finding, finding your lane, like the type of people that like, like if you know, for instance, like, yo, the bulk majority of people that listen to this podcast are men, okay, cool. Now you can approach like grooming companies. You can approach Bevel. You can approach all these companies that create products just for men. And then you can say like, yo, we have this podcast we don't have a big following just yet but here's why we think our following can grow if we partner with you and so my pitch was like at the time when i got my sponsors in my second season i had a total of 300 downloads and my pitch was kind of like yo i only got 300 downloads but over the next season if you give me five thousand dollars that'll cover my whole season i'll make you the sponsor for all 15 episodes that money you give me plus this 15 guests that i'm going to have for this season If you look at all of their social media and you combine it that's like over two million in followers so this season is going to do a lot better than it did last season i want you to be on the forefront of that and so i mean like you're kind of pitching your vision more than you are your current podcast
0: how many podcasts do you have
1: i have a total of two one is called foreign made i started that in 2019 and basically i interview immigrant innovators that live in the united states that's the one I got the sponsorship on. The second one is called uh, Thoughts from a Content Creator and I just launched that in December. And it's just basically like nine minute episodes where I kind of ramble on different things about like content creation. Got you. That's that's dope, man. Yeah, that's but true. I'm trying to get like, yeah, Though I haven't, I'm not on um, video just yet. Both of those are audio, but I want to get them like video.
0: Oh. Uh, okay.
2: not- I think Zoom would be I'm, that's what we really do. I think Zoom, like for right now, would be one of the best ways. Like, if not yeah. having a camera, Zoom has really like helped us a long way in that sense. Especially. Yeah, I
1: rock with Zoom, bro. I be trying to tell people that, like, yo, start on Zoom, and I feel like, like, people that's like a great way to start. Like, people are familiar with it. It, it wasn't like hard for me to log on and chat with y'all, so I rock with it. Yeah. Especially like you have
0: like a uh, a foreign podcast as well. So that the, you could connect with people from all over the world. Yeah, through zoom in, it's simple to, to log on. So how, how would you how would you suggest smaller podcasters to monetize their work?
1: If if I <laughs> if I was a smaller podcast, I think what I would do is like and I guess I, I am kind of doing it. But like, I would take my my podcast and do it all on TikTok and that way you'd grow your following a lot faster so like on my Instagram I've basically been like growing my Instagram and my TikTok at the exact same time like I started a new Instagram just to like grow them at the same time just to see like what's going to happen and on my TikTok I have 200 followers I think and on my I'm sorry on my Instagram I have 200 followers on my TikTok I have 6000 followers my my entire day most times like at least like once per day I have sponsors reaching out to me to, to work on like brand deals of some sort. And it's not like a lot of money per se. Like I'm charging them about like, without like screwing myself over here, like a few hundred dollars per video. And then they'll order maybe a batch of 10 videos. So you get what I'm saying? It's not like I'm having you as a sponsor on my podcast, but I'm still monetizing my brand. Mm-hmm. So that's like the easiest way where it's like, my podcast can still keep its integrity. They're not asking me how many listeners I have on my podcast, but I'm using my brand to still get people to like partner with. And so I take, I recommend everybody with their podcast to TikTok just because like, you're gonna get so much more visibility on your show.
2: Mm. So with moving it to TikTok, like, you know, a lot of our videos are usually 45, 30 minutes or an hour max in or hour and a half. So, so when you say putting on TikTok, like taking 30 second clips, here and there and posting them?
1: Yeah, that's one way I would do it where it's like, yo, you might just take three or four clips from this conversation and just say like, it's interview form. So it's like, I can take four questions, put those on TikTok and that's like one way to do it. And um, in the future, TikTok is probably gonna become more of a long form platform so that it could rival maybe like YouTube. So if you look at like TikTok now, they let you do 10 minute videos. They started with just three minute videos. It would not surprise me in the future if they try 24, 25 minute videos. But I think their goal eventually is that you're only coming to TikTok for all your content, your short form content, your podcasts, even if they're three hours long, like the the JVP podcast, like this is the one place you come for all your content. So if you did get on now, you would just be early on that trend.
0: Got you. Yeah, I have, I have, I have some clips and stuff like that. I definitely gotta post a TikTok more. Wow, it's just uh, you know, when you don't have many people watching it, but I need to fight through that uh, that threshold because I I know the importance of the long game
1: yeah bro that's that's the hard part man when it's like you're just starting out so it's like you're doing a lot of work to get all these videos together to like post them but like your viewership isn't like growing at the same rate i think that's like the hardest phase man but once you get through that i promise like it's i think it'll be worth it
0: where do you want to take your podcasting career what's the end goal for you
1: you know, like I think for right now, like I have a day job. My day job is like I'm a project manager. And so like everything I do outside of that as in relation to like podcasting or TikTok, it's basically just a hobby. And sure, like I get paid for it and I, I like that. Um, but I'd be cool with it if if like that continued. Um, I want to continue. Like my big goal is if I help a thousand people start a podcast, that would be like a huge win for me. Like if and if even on my, my TikTok, it's the weirdest thing to seeing people like tag me every day, like, yo, I watched your videos and I started my first podcast this weekend, or here's my first episode. Like that, that's just like a bizarre concept to me that you could even help somebody start something. And so that's like, that's inspiring. It makes me feel really good. And so if I could help a thousand people start their first podcast, that'd be a huge win for me. I think as I do that, like people reach out to me and brands reach out and they want to partner on content. And so I do get to like make money from it. And I I like that. And I, I enjoy that. Um, but like impacting people and more people and more people, that's really dope.
0: What would you say is the best platform to start your podcast on?
1: I mean, I think I'm still trying to figure this out because like my, the platform I use is, is Buzzsprout and I like them a lot because like, it's easy to use and you could distribute your podcast on like all platforms, Apple, Spotify, so on and so forth. But if you're like a beginner like if you're not even technology friendly like you don't know how like you're not great with tech Um, I know like anchor is probably like the best I've been hearing a lot of people like rave about them and I haven't used them personally but people swear by it so I think that's like an easy option. If you're not like familiar with tech, you don't want to like overcomplicate things. You can record, it's free. You can record a podcast on your phone. It's just like easy for people to use. And so if you're trying to get into podcasting and this is your first time, just download the anchor app and it'll walk you through everything. The other thing is like, don't overthink it. If it's like, if, if you're starting a, a podcast where you're like talking to a friend or interviewing somebody, interview somebody you know like your family member because you probably already talked to them throughout the day so just tell your friend to download the anchor app you download the anchor app and y'all just have a conversation just like y'all would anyway during that week and now you got a podcast episode
0: explain what hubspot is for the people that don't know
1: yeah so uh hubspot is a crm they're basically like a marketing company they um You know they do a lot of different things the main thing that they do is they're uh, a software that business owners use to run their business but they're trying to get into the podcast space and so they basically have like a creator program um, and just a disclaimer like I'm not affiliated with HubSpot in any way like I don't I don't really know anyone over there but this is just a dope program that I think people should know about so I made a video about it Um, they have a creator program and basically anybody can apply to get in, even if you don't have an audience. Say you just have like an idea, you could pitch your idea and say like, yo, I want to start a podcast. This is what it's about. And if they think it's a good idea and they see potential, they'll basically invest in it. And they have like four different ways they can invest in your podcast, uh, based on kind of like the size of your podcast or the potential of your podcast. And the short of it is they're trying to pay you to basically like create more content so that eventually you can get into their podcast network.
0: So it's, it's only for people who already, who haven't started a podcast yet?
1: No, it's for both. So it's for people that have a podcast, but people that don't have a podcast can also apply as well. And so it's like, if you look at, I think some of the other shows in their network, they seem to be doing really well. And so having like, like, ask yourself, what could you do if you had a huge company helping you with marketing? What would you do if you had a huge company helping you get guests? Like, what would you do if you had a huge company help you figure out, like, yo, how do you really distribute this and put it out? And so I think alongside, like, giving you money, those are some of the things they want to help you with. And obviously, like, not everybody will get money. I don't know how they, like, break down their criteria, but that's what their website says.
0: So have you, have you tried HubSpot?
1: You know, I... I'm still thinking about whether I want to do it. When I first saw it like a month ago, I was like, yo, I'm definitely doing this. Like I have to do this. Like I want to get accepted. But the more I've kind of been like working on my podcast, I'm still trying to figure out like where I want to take it. And I don't know that like, I want to like, um I don't want to partner with somebody else while I'm still trying to figure that out because I might say, like, yo, I want to go in a completely different direction. And now you feel like I'm switching up on you. But really, I'm just still early in my infancy and trying to figure out like what this is. And so I'm still thinking about it. But, you know, I feel like everybody should apply. And I think like it's better to apply and be in a situation where you're then telling them, like, nah, I don't want to do it. I don't need the money than to be in a position where you didn't even like, you didn't shoot your shot. Got you yeah are y'all gonna do it
0: i i i am i think yeah there's something in the process i felt like that was like confusing or something like that but i gotta go back and look now that you know i have you here so i definitely i can i can like shoot any questions your way uh when they do come about for the, the application process
1: yeah for sure man don't hesitate to uh to reach out um i i think it's super exciting honestly i'm just glad to see like more black people get into podcasting and i hope more people continue to get into it if you're a black person and you listen to podcasts it probably seems like there's already a lot of black podcasts out there when you look at the numbers that's not the case and podcasting is still so early that we have a huge opportunity to make it inclusive to make it black and so this is a time to be telling your friends anybody you know that wants to start one that like yo there's a study that came out and like i think gosh i can't remember the numbers it was like Maybe fifty one percent of people were saying that they feel like there's not enough podcasts for black people or by black people. So it's such a huge opportunity out there. I know some people feel like it's crowded, but that's definitely not true.
0: Yeah, I agree. I don't I don't, I don't think it I don't think it's crowded at all. And I think that's yeah. just a bad mentality to have. Imagine Nike said, Well, you know, Adidas got it. Let's not start. <laughs>
1: yeah.
0: Facts. So I think man, just do it, and you never know. And you never right. just put it out there and see the people could gravitate to you within the first couple of episodes. You don't even know.
1: That's facts, and bro, if you look at all of the um, the podcasts that are like that get past like ten episodes, it's like less than like sixty percent. Like the number is very low. Um, I, I heard it's
0: like less than like less than like five. It's rare podcasts even get to five. Yeah. So it's uh, like a few thousand people starting a podcast on a daily basis. Right. But there's very
1: few continuing yeah 100% and that's why I feel like it's important for people to like keep it simple where it's like yo don't do this where it's like it has to be all out amazing do it in a way that you know like I can maintain this it's very low effort I just pick up my phone I record once a week then I'm back to the rest of my day so that you could really be in it for the long haul
0: how do you normally prepare for a podcast that you do
1: So like when I first started my podcast in 2019, I was definitely like overkill. I was like, I was taking it like too serious. Like I was like the week before I was like writing my questions, I was like, you know, and I think like being prepared is like important, but I think like the style that works better for me is just more chill, more casual. And so now it's just like, yo, I don't plan. I don't like prep. If I I get off this call right now and I feel inspired, I'm just going to pick up my mic and I'm going to record a 10 minute episode and then I'll go about my day and that's it like it's done if it sounds great sounds great if it doesn't it doesn't um same if I was like interviewing somebody if I like if I just have like you know like I watched the Kanye documentary hit up one of my friends be like yo let's talk about this meet meet up tomorrow let's go for coffee pick up the mics boom boom done and so it's like I try not to like overthink it And I see other people that do overthink it and like they take it serious, they practice, they prepare and it shows up in their quality. I just don't, I I don't want this to feel like a job, honestly. Like I want it to still feel like a hobby. I want it to still feel fun. I want it to still feel like I look forward to it. It doesn't stress me out. Um, And so I keep it very chill, very cash. I try not to prepare. If I'm meeting with like a big guest, I'm not going to be like disrespectful. Like I'm not going to like not have questions or nothing like that. Like I'm going to like prepare a little bit, but I don't want it to like get too deep.
0: How, how long would you say, on average, you would take someone to make podcasting a full time job, meaning like they can basically live off their podcast earnings?
1: Oh, that's a tough one. I will say it depends on the scenario, because it's like the people that I see that are able to become like full time podcasters. um, are people where podcasting isn't their main thing. Say you have like a business, let's just say you're like a consultant of some kind. And then you start a podcast to help your business where it's like, yo, I'm starting this podcast so that I can get more leads into my consulting business. Those people end up becoming full-time faster than somebody that just says like, all I do is like podcasting. Because like, it's easier for that person to make money because it's easier for them to get leads into their main business and that's how they're able to sustain themselves than somebody that's just like, I need advertisers, which is just kind of like flaky. Um, And so I think it's, it's very hard. And honestly, like, I don't have, I don't have like a good answer. Like, I don't know how to do that yet. Like I haven't necessarily done it myself, but I, I do know, like, it's really, really, really hard. And even like the people that I do know that are just like, full-time podcasters those people have like three four jobs they got to be doing merch they got to be doing patreon they got to be doing advertising they got it's like it's like a lot of crap and it ends up just kind of like like my biggest fear is that you get to a point where you are doing all that stuff and it just kind of feels like dang this is like where is it having like a normal boss because like it's very stressful um you know i mean like now you don't have like that much creative freedom and um in my scenario if I almost feel like I'd rather keep my day job and then use this as, like, extra money. So now it's like, dang, this is, like, my vacation money. I could go on vacation every month if I wanted to. And then if I want to stop recording any month, I can, and I don't have to, like, report to anybody. I could just stop because I don't need the money from this. I think, from my perspective, that's, like, the best position to be in.
2: So what about podcasts like the Joe Rogan podcast or the Joe Budden podcast, where it seems to me they day probably their main source of income with you know the Spotify deals that they're getting you know, it would be from podcasting. That that's what it seems like their main source of revenue is coming from.
1: Yep. Yeah. One hundred percent I would comment like
0: on that right quick. I think they're in a bit of a different scenario where there were more or less household names before they started the podcast. So it's much easier for them to monetize it early. Like people yeah. about Joe Rogan and Joe Budden before the podcast. Sorry, continue.
1: Bro, big, big facts and, and I feel like even even like if that. even if you disagree with that though it's nah, like
0: he, he bro he's a music fan don't don't my head do
1: but, but but it's like two that's like the top 0.01 percent of like podcasters that would be like saying like how do I become LeBron James? <laughs> like that's just like not it's not like realistic like if you said like how to get into the nba i wouldn't say like well you could be like lebron you could make a 700 million dollar deal i would tell you how to become like an average nba player just because that's like the bulk majority of people um and so i think like if you look at like anybody that makes money from their podcast i think like the people that are not joe budd and joe rogan the people that aren't that don't have that big of a following like if you made like to me like success making a podcast like if you made like 100k on a podcast if you made 50k that'd be yeah. like that's yeah. still like that'd be like a huge win uh, those are the people i'm talking about where it's like dang like that that's hard just being able to get to a point where you make 75k 50k from your podcast that is i don't Trust even want to know that's that the number of followers you'd have to get just to do that from advertising is probably insane Do
2: do you uh do you talk about music at all or celebrities or like basically breaking news type type stuff? Do you ever talk about that?
1: No, I don't because I feel like that's kind of a a trap because I think like my personally like I want to create content that's more evergreen where I know like yo if I create this today, if I create a content episode every single week, then I know at the end of the year I have fifty two episodes people are still gonna be going back to listen to those episodes. But if you talk about more cultural topics, you might do 52 episodes, but really only 10 of them are like evergreen. So like, you don't have that much like catalog because people can't go back and check it out. It would almost be like, if you were like a musician, like the whole point of you creating music or movies is that like, yo, you know, for the next 25 years, people are gonna be listening to this or so you're still gonna be getting royalty. But if you did that in podcasting, the equivalent would be like creating music that people can only listen to for a year or for like the first few weeks. And it's just like, it's not the best investment on your time. But I do know lots of people that talk about like cultural topics that still do really, really well. Like the the Joe Budden podcast is a good example of that. It's like, yo, you might go back and listen to what he said last year about a specific person, and it's still gonna be like hitting. You
2: you don't think that podcast fell off uh, a bit?
1: (laughs) I, I think podcasts are going up. No, no,
2: no, just Joe Budden's podcast specifically
1: nah I think it actually got better like I think that like when I first when when everything first happened my first thought was like yo this is so different without like Rory and Ma like this is like I can't listen this is like this is weird but now like I like I like Ice I like um I like both of them and I feel like they're a better addition to him like he's I feel like not like and this is just my opinion looking out but when he gets there it seems like he's in a better mood like he's happier he's like more they have more to talk about they know each other's dynamics they seem like they've been friends longer and i don't know if any of that's true but from the outside looking in i definitely think the show is better
2: do you watch rory and Mal, uh, at all i do, what
1: do you think I, i'm not bro i'm I'm shocked that they perform as well as they do honestly when i look at the numbers oh, yeah wow. Like when I but if, like if, if I didn't see their numbers and I, you just told me like, hey, they're going to go do a podcast on their own. I would think it's not going to do that well, but it's done really well. And I mean, it's it's been successful. I yeah. think like if you look at like their um, the times where they interview other people or they might pop up at somebody's studios, I think those episodes are more interesting. But, you know, it's been shocking to see it all, it all happen, honestly. Do you all listen to, uh, to I Am Athlete?
2: yeah, or watch yeah. It. okay yeah, yeah Yeah. i i think they it's the same thing um i couldn't believe that uh they left um oh boy the old head what's his name
1: uh ocho, ocho. who uh, are you no. talking about who in on i am athlete yeah you're talking Depart- about the people that departed that like you can believe they left ocho
2: yeah no is still there it's um the light-skinned dude left Oh, I, I
1: know who you're talking about. Um, their podcast is doing well, too, though. Like, they I'm, just had... Um, dang, who did they just have? Charles, Charles Barkley. They had Charles Barkley. They had Shaq, right? Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, mean, I mean, they're killing it.
2: But I didn't understand... That was something that I never thought would happen because... Yeah. Before they, they left, I thought the dynamic was perfect. Yeah. Nothing can ever break that or separate that. Yeah. And when I looked into it, I guess... It's always about money at the end of the day. You know, nice. and I guess, you know, it wasn't being distributed how they thought they would. And I hate that relationships like that, you know, people gotta go their separate ways because the dynamic is just amazing. I don't I don't really yeah. like the people that they got on the show. I mean they are doing a good job, but it's just not the same.
1: Yeah, it's definitely not the same. Um yeah. I, I hope they like it would be dope if they did a joint episode in the future though oh d like the dynamic is like yeah i don't think i am athlete dyna- dynamic has been the same in my opinion
2: it, it hasn't it like it's still great content yeah. but it just don't hit the same
1: yeah 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 no it, i i agree
2: and i guess like you i didn't expect them to leave and still do the numbers that they're doing yeah because although i like it it's still just kind of weird to me yeah because like i am athlete had like a, a presence and uh an aesthetic that came with their sound and their look and their presentation yeah you know so it just throws me off now
1: no nah, i i agree um but you know i heard him say and i don't know if this is true or not but I heard him say that he reached out to Joe Budden when they were like going through their split and like that helped him figure out like how to navigate their split on the I Am Athlete show. And I think right. that's just like representative of like, I don't think, I think people underestimate Joe Budden's like presence in like the podcast industry. like even though his numbers may not be like a Joe Rogan, if you look at like his impact, like the number of people that have either started their show because of Joe Budden, or they've just followed his exact same rubric and trying to see like how they could do it better. It's like, it's crazy just how many people he's uh, impacted.
2: Mm, I guess I'm a bit biased when it comes to Joe, cause I don't like how that situation played out. And I think he's fickle when it comes to his relationships and friendships. Yeah. I let his personal life, um, like, get in the way of how I view the show or the prover- the professionalism of the show. So it's like, um, I d- I just didn't like how things ended and how messy yeah. it got. Like, to me, all that's not cool.
1: I agree. I agree one hundred percent. I I I I go back and forth on that too. I feel the same way. Yeah. Like it's hard. It's hard to like. You know what I mean, like you can't discount how things played out.
2: Yeah. Like, and, and I, and I love Rory and I, I I love their content. I love what they're doing. It seems so much clean and fresh and loose, you know, they really, they signed a big ass deal recently. I know, I know. You know what I'm saying? And I think they exposed a lot of the BS that was, was going on when they was over there, you know? Yeah. All
1: right. This, this inspired me after this, I'm gonna, I'm gonna go, I'm gonna give this show one more chance. (laughs)
0: <laughs>
1: that's pretty funny how oh, yeah. would you
0: like your, your podcast to be remembered
1: you know I think like I want it to be I, I I view my podcast kind of like music in the sense that like I want it to be like fresh I want it to be creative like I I inspire people like I encourage people to break the rules at like all costs like who says that like you have to start a podcast with a intro and you gotta talk and then you gotta end it with the outro like who said like if you're having an interview, you can't add music in the background. Like, I mean, like like we have all these guardrails about like how we should do podcasting, but it, it's like, I I wish we were more like the music industry where it's like creativity and doing stuff like out of the box is like rewarded. Like we like that. Like if you do something like, weird in music or out of the box or creative or different we praise that we like yo that's dope if you do that in podcasting we just say like yo you're doing it wrong you need to do it like this or advertisers will be like yeah we don't rock with that order do it like this so it's like i want to see more like innovation i want my podcast to be that i want it to be like yo you, it might not even be intro you might just click play and you're already in the conversation like you feel lost and you're trying to catch up and figure out what's happening and next episode i might switch it up do something completely different you just always kind of like have to be on your toes there might be some like easter eggs in there that you have to figure out and so just getting to that level of creativity is still something that like i'm working towards like it's like a, a journey and i'm definitely not there but that's where like i'd love to be eventually
2: i like that i, I never thought about it in that sense and like a, because it, it's it's still art at the end of the day so it's just right. speaking you know nice. so that's cool. I, yo do
1: you um do you listen do y'all listen to any like um narrative podcasts um whether it be like true crime or anything like that
0: no what was that one that that famous one with that lady who did the crime what's she was talking about them i had to do this for journalism class oh man i can't remember the name she was talking about like a crime i think the, the guy's name was adnan
1: hmm. oh man yeah i haven't that doesn't sound familiar i gotta look it up but what
0: what were you gonna say about them
1: no nah, i just think like narrative podcasts they do a good job of being creative where it's like yo if somebody's walking you're gonna hear footsteps if somebody's sitting outside you're gonna hear like go. trees oh yeah there yeah, yeah. we go that's dope that, yeah their show is dope so it's like they do a good job of just like being creative with like audio engineering they push the envelope especially now with like the dolby 360 sound like we could do a lot more creative stuff so i just hope like people step out of the box
2: i look you want to do an asmr episode is that weird
1: I, I don't think it's weird i think it could be dope depending on what you <laughs> yeah.
0: do i think <laughs> it's weird <laughs> Put a mic right up next to your mouth <laughs> right like what what kind of sounds are you hoping to make?
2: No, it's just like a regular conversation like we're all having, but we're just whispering.
1: Wait. Well that slick, that slick might be hard,
0: honestly. Yeah. Was, yeah honestly. You think you're 21 Savage? <laughs> <laughs> a whole bro, 30 minutes of whispering, bro? I mean, maybe it was a five minute conversation, sure. Like I I buy. You just gotta be able to hear it. <laughs> yeah we got to be up close and personal to the mic bro <laughs> no the... that is innovative though so i mean hey at the very
1: least it'd be different
0: yeah you know, that's a fact. if my, my final question if you can interview three people three people that you haven't interviewed yet that you're dying to
1: yeah that's a great question so the first would be barack obama obviously that's dope. the second would be trevor noah
0: that's also dope
1: and the third will probably be Viola Davis, probably. Yeah. Interesting
0: trio you got. Yeah.
1: I listened to her um, Breakfast Love interview, and now that got me. I'm a huge fan now. I mean, I guess I was a huge fan before that, but just hearing her story is dope. I like I like people that have, like, interesting backgrounds and dope stories. Um, That's just, like, Same. unexpected. Um, but and all of them are good, like conversationalists too. Like if you listen to some of their other podcast interviews, they do a good job just like answering questions.
2: Yeah, Jesse Trevor Noah.
1: Yeah, yeah. Who who would y'all um who who would y'all's three be? <laughs> uh,
0: uh,
1: uh, Gabriel. Gary V. Oh yeah, that's a good one. I'm oh,
2: Gary V. Um, yeah. Uh, Kendrick
0: Lamar. Oh, that's another good one. Yeah, chance, chance for me. Chance the Rapper for me.
1: I uh, rock a chance.
0: I forgot you a podcast. You put the question on me. <laughs> <laughs> oh, Somebody that I look up to. Damn. Hey yo, someone I really would like to interview. Past recently, Kevin Samuels. Yeah. So that's tough. Definitely. Uh, ooh, Jordan. Michael Jordan would be a good one.
1: Oh, that would be a good one. I don't know. He's he doesn't seem like he likes. He's like a, a big talker, though.
0: Yeah, like it. it doesn't seem like he's much of a, a pod. He might not make a great interview. Yeah. I would have some good questions for him for sure.
1: Steph Curry, oh. like, might be.
0: I think yeah. Steph Curry make a good interview. Kobe as well. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so many people you like to interview are not no longer here. Like Yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, yeah no. I
0: know.
1: Man. Me- I think Kendrick 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 is a good one though.
0: You know it's another good one? I think Russell Simmons, I think, would be a good one.
1: Oh yeah, yeah. Him being from Queens too, him starting Wasn't with- he just on the he was on I am nah, he was was he on I am athlete or the other one? No,
2: nah, he wasn't on I am athlete.
1: Shaq?
0: Alex, I like Shaq, I think it would be a good one. Yo,
1: he'd be so funny.
0: Yeah, he's been on so many too, so like, definitely. Yeah. Definitely, what's his name, Patrick
2: Bet Davis? Oh yeah,
1: yeah, yeah, for sure. Oh yeah, right, right, right. He's like the best, the YouTube business guy, right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. yeah. But I used to watch his stuff when he was like, you on YouTube when it was not popping at all. I'm trying to
0: think. That's amazing. The other, I'm trying to think of like other big, uh, Podcasters I listen to. Um, I, I definitely want to interview Roy and mouth That would be dope. Yeah. I, I, I don't know. know. They don't
1: seem like great conversationalists to me. You think so? actually no, I expect <laughs> <script. laughs> that. I feel. Like, I feel honest. like they they're most in their element to me when they're like in a group setting, like they're having like a conversation with other artists, and it's like I just got to chime in here and there. But if it's just like the three of us talking, it's like. I don't know.
2: I I ran into him on in LA actually. Oh, did you? <laughs> yeah, I was like, what? I was like, Maul? He was like, yeah. And I was like, wow. yeah, I, I fuck with your podcast. He was like, thank you. That
1: was That's crazy. dope. Yeah. yeah, he seems like he'd be a nice person in real life. indeed. <laughs> Not going to Joe Button.
0: <laughs> well, that, i think we'll end on that note right there so uh, i appreciate you daily for coming on to the podcast man thank you for taking the time
1: thank you man i really appreciate it man i appreciate y'all having me on and y'all enjoy the rest of your day